I'm Pablo Morale Martinez. And I'm Ernesto Mancibo. And together we are the Robots versus Taxes program. On Radio Free Brooklyn. That's right, that's right. And in with us today, the incomparable, the invulnerable, Jamie Vitarami. Hello, guys. How you doing? Yeah. What's up? What's up? Doing we're right. we're, uh, we're doing our long-running movie fight series because uh, we're trying to keep our sanity. Um, so we're foregoing the politics and laying in heavy on the pop culture. So uh, with this movie matchup, was pretty incredible. One could oh my say, god! Yeah, one... I, don't, I don't know if these movies are very incredible. <laughs> Ernesto starts this off with a yawn, so he's <laughs> like, "Yeah, they're pretty good." Um, <laughs> but uh, the movie matchup was uh, Commando versus. Cobra, Schwarzenegger versus Stallone. Also, I feel like I have to preface this uh, show with uh, saying that Sabrina will probably, uh, you know, my wife uh, will probably not listen to this show because uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger impressions abound and she hates Arnold Schwarzenegger impressions. (laughs) Why? Why? (laughs) They get on her nerves. I mean, you know. Does she like droopy Stallone impressions instead? Um, yeah, I guess if we if we up the Stallone impressions, maybe she'll, you know, we'll get a spike in listenership and she'll tune in. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, uh, we're 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 not gonna gain any favors by doing uh, Schwarzenegger impressions. So anyway, <laughs> continuing with Commando. Um, so, you know, they find John Matrix chopping wood in the, let's say, Dutch countryside. Who knows? <laughs> um, and, you know, he's, he's got, he's got an, a, a, a very interesting looking house. It's like a house with, like, Asian accents. Um, so, yeah. 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 So I was just like, okay, that's, that's very – so John Matrix is a man of taste. Um, and then, you know <laughs> – we see him hauling a fucking tree and then playing around with uh, what an odd intro for this character. We see him like uh, say hi, like get snuck up on by a young Alyssa Milano, and then um... I surrender. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then uh, and then it's just like a montage of them like having a great time, and then it's like <laughs> commando, and then it's like him eating ice cream with Alyssa Milano. I was just like, what the fuck. What the? What an odd and, kind of like being like, oh no, he's a family man, you know. And then, then you know, she shoves the ice cream in his face, and he's just like, oh, you got me. And, um, <laughs> and, and just a reminder, like this was all precluded by very gruesome deaths of random men, and it's just like, is this is this an action film or a family film, or is this the first attempted action family film? I like. I don't that. know. In the beginning, when they were killing randomly those guys, like. The guy in the, the car dealer. Yes. He's like a real jerk. And the guy's like, what do you like? I like the price. <laughs> Five-figure discount, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Runs him the fuck over. <laughs> this movie does a better job with the, those cheesy one-liners than Cobra. Yes. Yes, oh, it does. 
Oh, for sure, yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure. I mean, they they had more uh, acting caliber in this particular film to deliver the gold of uh, of those one-liners. Uh, though I honestly, and I'm not kidding about this, I felt like they could have had more. Uh, just jumping ahead a little bit, there was a point where Bill Duke's character, whose name who's named Cook in this film, okay. yeah, um, after uh, Schwarzenegger or John Matrix dispatches him in the motel room. Um, I felt there was a great opportunity for him to drop a one-liner. Uh, he was but he dying. <laughs> why he was dying? Oh, yeah, something like that. It's just like you know, like have a heart, like have a heart. Tell me where my kid is, you know, or something like that, you know. <laughs> and then he pulls out his heart. Yeah. He's like, now I <laughs> have your heart. Scene. It was like they wanted like violence and like they needed a tit shot, so like they had the girl like looks like the girl was fucking the guy in the ass. Yes, I was just like, holy shit, this is so such a progressive Reagan-esque movie where it's just like, oh, it's just like the first shot of like a dude getting pegged. And I was like, well, okay, all right, like, this is happening. Just, just bend over, guy. Yeah. And then like the weird thing was, it looks like there's a camera in the room, like they were filming it. Like when they were fighting, there was a camera. <laughs> they stumbled onto a, 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 a porn movie yeah, that right. was uh, in the middle of filming. That's awesome. That's awesome. It's like, it's like this fuck is... you, you asshole. No, fuck you, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and then the guy turned. The guy should have turned to them and it's like, guys, you're interrupting my porn where I'm getting fucked in the asshole, you know? Um, but, uh, you know, that would have taken the movie to greater heights cinematically. But, but not, to, um, not to overlook a... You know, I, what I would say is a schlocky 80s movie staple um, just because of the way, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger and the writers uh, delivered this. Uh, when they put him on the plane uh, to somehow ship him to South America to yeah. do a job job for them, which is the reason why they kidnapped his daughter. Um, <laughs> first of all, he, he has a quote unquote chaperone who is going to make sure he gets to his destination and of course you know john matrix is going to figure out a way to get out of here and while he's you know trying to make himself comfortable with a uh, a blanket and pillow he knocks the guy out and then breaks his neck with within the span of three seconds right and nobody and hears. and nobody hears it. it's just i mean there are two people sitting directly in front of him and they don't feel the concussive force of this massive arm uh, breaking this other guy's neck. Um, I mean, would you turn and, around and uh, be like, "Hey, dude, he, he, stop kicking my seat"? You, know? <laughs> that, <laughs> you, you see, that would have made around? it. That would have made it smoother, actually. Yeah, it been just really like, funny. You know, oh, I'm sorry. I'm just helping my friend get comfortable, you know. And then <laughs> I, he props him up against the window, covers him, puts a, puts a hat, which I don't know. He pulls it out of somewhere and puts it on his face, and delivers. One of the most classic lines when he's speaking to the stewardess, you know, he asks how long the flight's going to be. It's going to be 11 hours, which sets up the amount of time he has in order to save his daughter. And then he, he thanks the stewardess and says, hey, do me a favor. Don't bother my friend. He's dead tired. <laughs> Get, he's dead tired. <laughs> what was weird was like right after that classic line, he says another class. He's not, they're not even taken off yet. And he's like, I'm airsick. <laughs> the plane is going 10 miles an hour and, 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 and like when they're about to take off 
Oh man. man. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um so then he jumps out of a plane comfortably onto, you know, a bog. Um, Clearly pre-9-11 security. Yes, definitely. <laughs> uh, this, both this movie and Cobra showed me what, what the world was like pre-9-11, uh, <laughs> where in Cobra, Cobra is walking around with a gun just hanging out of the front of his pants, and nobody <laughs> says shit to him. Um, and, and yeah, uh, so he, uh, Schwarzenegger jumps out of a plane, uh, he takes a woman hostage, uh, the great Ray Don Chong, the legendary Ray Don Chong, and uh, and then she becomes his sidekick throughout the whole fucking movie. Like I couldn't believe, like the logis- like the logical leap. Like I'm just like, why is she with him? Why is she helping him? You know, uh, because the whole time I'm like, you know, he could have been lying to her the whole time. There could have been no Jenny whatsoever, and she's just <laughs> helping him with a series of murders. It was uh, Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> she basically, and I have to say, it not only Stockholm syndrome, but they, since they played up the whole machismo testosterone thing, they basically alluded that she stuck around because she was turned on. Um, as soon as she saw him, like disp- uh, dispatch several men, like easily, like they were toilet paper. Th- there was this look in her eye, like, oh. He's strong. He must <laughs> you know? eat red meat. And I was just like, <laughs> what the fuck does that eat? Jamie, what the fuck? I know you commented about You sent me a text about that it. whole, like, uh, they they must eat red meat. I was just oh, yeah, like, was what the <laughs> fuck does that even mean? <laughs> Some kind of vegetarian vegan joke of the day. I don't know. <laughs> Saying vegan men are not men? What is that? <laughs> oh shit man but um and the thing like well when he kidnapped her right the i mean as a kid watching it the thing that was burned in my mind when he rips the car seat open like, <laughs> yeah goes, that's right <laughs> he just fucking rips the car seat out. out yeah yeah rips and then uh, and nothing, to me i was just like nothing is more terrifying than a than an austrian man sneaking up on you telling you to shut your mouth and then ripping out your fucking car seat because it's just like what the what the why is she like why she must be terrified for her life throughout the whole movie because he picked he picked up a, a he picked up a fucking uh a telephone booth shook the guy inside like it was a fucking spray can and like threw it over his shoulder like i'm just like holy shit dude holy he's basically shit. a he's basically a super soldier straight out of marvel yeah. is, is essentially it i mean had they given him a metal arm I am uh, it would have been give, give it one of the sort of co-writer slash producer was Jeff Loeb. So. Oh, yeah, that's right. Of, uh, ah. Who does the, all the, the Marvel TV stuff. Yeah, um, comic books. So then, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like... Uh, all right, so do you guys think that Schwarzenegger was at all straining when he was holding Bennett? Oh, no, Sully upside down by his leg. <laughs> because it, it felt like... That, like when he was kind of like like moving a Sully around uh, before he hung him up by his leg, I was just like, "Oh, there are no wires in this movie. That looks like it's completely like just Schwarzenegger <laughs> playing around with a fucking puppy." I lied. <laughs> 
I also I never heard a thud, so I only assumed that the Sully hole. fell into some kind of trans-dimensional thing where he's forever falling. Actually, I think isn't that actor like in John Wick as well? He fell right into John Wick like thirty years later. <laughs> <laughs> I know that guy uh, from the I know that guy from the fucking Warriors. Uh, Sully was the. That's right. The that's guy right. Who was like, yeah, yeah. Warriors, come out and play. You know. I mean, he, they he definitely uh, made his bones by letting himself be typecast. I mean, you know, in Hollywood, you you get in where you can get in, and he was definitely typecast as like creepy, slimy little guy. Like yeah, that's yeah. who he is. Like I, looking back on the, looking back on the movie now. Uh, when he was following uh, Radon Chong's character, Cindy, uh, after he was trying to kick it to her while she was on the phone, I was just like, this is so creepy. He just followed her right into the parking yeah. lot. Timely. Yeah, that, yeah, Timely. yeah, that was weird, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, like, that's that that's kind of a, that's a behavior that never went away. Um, so, <laughs> so, oh, God. That's the worst. Also, I'm sorry to be a stickler for this, but I noticed this both in code. So there are, are, are continuity errors that I notice all the time yeah, in movies. All over the place. Yeah. Um, so in Com- like what? In Commando, uh, when Sully walks out of the airport, he's wearing wingtips, like, you know, uh, black shoes with a white trim. When he comes into the parking lot, he's wearing completely black sh- He's wearing different color shoes. So I'm just like, it took me completely out of the movie. I couldn't believe it anymore. Um... <laughs> I couldn't believe it really. Wow. I think the more egregious thing was, uh, I didn't notice that one, so you have the keen eye. I believe the car that he crashes, when Schwarzenegger steals it, it's perfect. Like, you know, after he kills it, Oh, he yeah, it yeah, over, yeah, that's right, right. Yeah. Destroyed, and then it's all good afterwards. <laughs> um... There, well, yeah. what you guys, what you guys fail to realize is this: this was the director making a commentary <laughs> on society and masculinity, and how one reveals themselves to be sinister by going from what was it like brown wingtips with a, a white trim or something yeah. like that to just black shoes? That was the reveal of his soul. And with Schwarzenegger, with the repairing of the car, it was showing how the character of Cindy now. Tr- trusted him to oh, I get it. to okay. be a pure nature. So you see, there, there was artistic commentary in this. It's very subtle, but see, you know, it's you there. Were, see, you would pass, I would give you an A, or not an A, maybe a B. <laughs> if, you wrote a, if you wrote a paper <laughs> in college and you're saying the film theory of Commando, it's like, well, okay. <laughs> that kind of works. I'd be like, let's see, I'm going to pull this out of my ass. Let's see if I can get a grade for this. All right. So speaking of Sinister, this movie has dun-dun-dun, Dan Hedaya in it. Oh, Dan Hedaya. Oh, my God. As, that uh, guy. He's everywhere. Uh, in brown face this time as, uh, what was him? What was his name? In? Velasquez, Vasquez, Marquez. He, a generic Latin name. Uh, but he was the we, evil. He's basically Mendoza. Arius. Arius. Yeah. Arius. Arius. <laughs> when you think of a Latin name, you think Arius. Arius. That's right. Um. So um, he's basically the Mendoza of this movie. I couldn't believe how much The Simpsons was influenced by uh, by this movie because it's it's basically McBain. 
you know, yeah. it's basically all of it's McBain. And, uh, th- so, uh, you know, Schwarzenegger faces off against, uh, Arias or Mendoza or whatever. Um, and let me, let me tell you guys, there is, um, there is a kind of political message, uh, we, we talked about this already, uh, but what did you guys think of like the whole Reagan-esque aspect to this, well, that was to this movie? On, right? They were nation building so he, he kicked out somebody. I don't know how the dictator we, we pushed out. Noriega? Is hanging, is hanging I think out it was Noriega. Somehow. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> Usually they end up dead, right? You know, so. Yeah, it was like Pablo Escobar, Noriega. Those are well, those were the big time. Those are the ones that are going. At, yeah, yeah, those were the where the uh, drug fueled dictators uh, of their respective countries, and I guess they wanted to uh, kind of be topical for the time. I guess you know, uh, it's yeah. the '80s, so you know, brown people got to be bad, mm-hmm. um, and Lord knows <laughs> that hasn't changed. Uh, <clears throat> Ozark hey, Breaking Bad. Breaking Alley. Huh? Yeah. Right up Reagan's alley at yeah, that time. Exactly. Going right into South America, Central America, and yeah. you know, being a fucking jerk off. Yeah. So it, it uh, so it, it's basically like, you know, uh, killing brown people is totally fine, is totally okay, as long as you save the cute little white girl. So, <laughs> um, you know. Uh, that that's the overall message I got from this movie, where it's just like it's basically saying like American intervention in Latin America is great, you know. Mm. Um, they did they did throw us a token though. Um, oh no, wait a minute, sorry, I, I'm I'm confusing it with Cobra. I'm starting yeah, to get yeah. like <laughs> Those characters crossing over. <laughs> oh shit, because Cobra's partner was uh, was uh, Latino, and I thought to myself, oh no, they were trying to tell us that there were some good ones as well, but no, no, they. They totally uh, went past that in uh, Commando. So continue. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, uh, that that's basically what I gleaned from the movie. Also, like I I also felt like and tell me you guys if you also felt this, but the action scenes in this movie, I feel like they took forever. Um, I, I was like, okay. Uh, anytime you guys just you know because it basically the action scenes are like this. Schwarzenegger plants himself, not moving. Well, he only <laughs> he only does a pivot with a gigantic gun, blowing people away, and it and that happens for like fifteen minutes. And I'm just yes. like, wow, action scenes have really changed, you know. Um, so well, he has to make funny faces while he's doing it. Yeah, he's just he always looks like he's constipated, so he's like, you know, fighting a hemorrhoid. You know, um, all the veins in his neck coming up, you know, uh, I think maybe he got hit with one bullet in the entire film. And that was in like the like the lower left ab or something like that. And even then he was just like, oh, let me just acknowledge this and then continue on as though I was not shot at all. Um, and you're right. Like he was a stationary target for the majority of the film. It's just like nobody here has been to a gun range or practiced or anything like that. I mean, it was, uh, you know, it's, it's that action film, uh, suspension of disbelief. It's yeah. just like, you know, if they, you're righteous enough, bullets just, they don't bother with you. Yeah. Either that or like they went to the stormtrooper school of firing a weapon. <laughs> um, 
was waiting for the Star Wars. Because yeah. <laughs> they're shooting at him at what seems like point-blank range. Like, they're only a few <laughs> feet away from him and nothing. They might as well be that can that those two stormtroopers were shooting at in the Mandalorian, right? <laughs> Schwarzenegger um, isn't like ducking around. He's not ducking around for cover. He's not like John Wick or like Neo or you know uh, any of the modern kind of like action heroes who have to like jump behind shit and pretend that they're being fired at. They're literally just firing at him, and he's just like, no. No bullets for me, thank you. You know, and he's mowing them down in droves. When they got all the guns, that store, what the hell was it called? It's a funny name, I don't know if it's real. Surplus City, there's a store. You just walk in there, there's thousands of guns. It's very, uh, nothing much has changed for some places, right? Yeah. You know, easy, you can easily buy a gun, you know. And, uh, and no, uh, no and gun control launcher. back then. And a rocket launcher, too. I'll take that rocket launcher. That oh my the, god, that, that rocket. Can we talk about the scene with Cindy uh breaking uh John Matrix uh out of custody from those cops who were taking him to to jail? You know, he's he's just like, you know, call sergeant what's so and so and he'll explain everything. And the cops are like, Yeah, right, bruh, bruh, bruh. And uh Cindy drives up beside the cops, and of course, because you know they're men, they're distracted by her beauty. They're like, hey, not bad. Da, da, da. Didn't they, doesn't and, one cop immediately call her a hooker? Like, he's like, oh, yeah. it's a whore, you know? I'm just or like, something like that. Jesus yeah. Christ. It was, uh, it, it was, you know, I mean, again, 80s. Right, 80s. Uh, maybe it was like a, like, they were catcalling her being douchebags, and then five seconds later, she shoots them at a rocket launcher. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, but but she stood up in the car and she has to weigh all of maybe 105 pounds yeah. and she's got this you know death machine on on her shoulder and and misfired the the first one should have sent her like flipping onto the hood of the car from the force right but somehow she keeps her composure she flips it around quickly and these stupid ass cops they're just like whoa what was that and then she fires the second one with like almost pinpoint accuracy because she could have she could have destroyed the entire truck it could have been nothing but just like four wheels on a frame just going forward (laughs) I, i think she was trying to kill schwarzenegger just to be free of him right she's like this has gotta kill him right and it was like, how'd you learn how to do that? And she's like, uh, uh, I-, I read the instructions. And he bought it. <laughs> and he bought it. He was just like, no, she's okay. not trying to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> I-, I, w- I wish he would have had somebody like come into frame and be like, no, uh, John Matrix, I think she was trying to kill you. And he's like, oh, no, stop talking crazy. <laughs> Oh my god! I just imagine like fucking, you know, uh, uh, um, you know, uh, the Apollo mission, you know, taking off, and in the window they just see Radon Chong fly past them. (laughs) 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 That should have killed her, right? The force from that. She was standing atop of a leather seat. Firing a fucking rocket launcher. 
Wow. <laughs> but you know, movie logic. So and probably after that they cut to some steel drums from <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Um so then uh so yeah, uh Schwarzenegger mows people down, gets his gets his little girl back. Uh a power vacuum ensues after he leaves, uh <laughs> leaving Latin American le- leaving Val Verde in complete disarray. End of story to uh to Commando. Well, missed, like the whole the, what was the thing with Bennett? He's like, what the fuck did he say at the end when he killed him with a pipe? Oh, no, he um, goes. Let off some steam. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk one-liners. Which... The, villain, the villain of Bennett, the ending, again, how the ending is the same. The villain there and the guy who, in Cobra, whatever that guy's name was, they're like the same person, like crazy eyes. They're not going to kill you. They're like, I want to feel your pain. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. They're, yep. they're like fucking – they're, they're – idiotic psychopaths like yeah, they've yeah. had a full frontal lobotomy because they're just like oh i could shoot you and make the logical decision of defeating my enemy by blowing a hole through his head or i could forego the weapon of which i easily have an advantage of over my opponent and you know settle for having a knife fight with a person who is obviously physically superior to me in every single way um and who's mowed down hundreds of people yeah. within the course of 11 hours uh, in his in his quest to get his daughter. Like, yeah, me standing here alone with a knife is going to do it. <laughs> all right. All right. Can, we, can we talk a little bit about the one-liners before we wrap up uh, Commando? Sure. Oh, um, yes. Uh, my, favorite, uh, my favorite one-liner from this movie has to be um, when – What's his name? You know, in the beginning where John Matrix's house is being overtaken by these mercenaries and uh, yeah, yeah, where these mercenaries show up, they kidnap, you know, a little Alyssa Milano. And then um, then they have this, you know, this uh, this sleazy guy going like in a you know, he's in a chair. He's just like. You know, if oh, you yeah. want to get your girl back, you gotta negotiate, right? And he turns around, he's like, wrong, wrong. and then he blows <laughs> a hole right through this dude. <laughs> he blows his fucking head off. I love that. Um, yeah, there's some weird ones. Like he was, even in the beginning of that scene when he they just appeared out of nowhere and that's yeah, scene. they were ninjas. He's like, I smelled them downwind. The guy was like, What are you talking about? It's like <laughs> I was p- I was part of the Weapon Plus program. <laughs> for all you x-men fans out there oh shit well, I like the, oh yeah, my the gravity, god the, one, the silly thing with gravity was good you know like and then he's like i let him go what happened to him i let him go <laughs> <laughs> i i think i touched on my favorite line earlier uh the one he's dead tired it's just it's just so bad that it's good yeah. and I keep thinking – I love to think about the the forgettable sort of beyond ancillary characters in the film. I'm thinking of the stewardess who was talking to him, who saw his face. And when they landed and they discovered that there was, you know, a corpse on the plane the whole time, she must have been like, oh, my God. When that guy told me that he was dead tired, he, made, he meant that he was dead. He, met a, you know, he so. made a joke at this corpse's expense, you know. <laughs> so she's 
So she's in therapy forever yes. after that. Forever she's haunted by that guy's face, you know, um, in his tropical shirt and hat. So uh, she's checking on she's checking on every uh, on every flight guest after that. Anybody who's sleeping. Hello. Hello. Are you alive? <laughs> she even sees like one of those wicker hats and she like diarrheas herself instantly. It's just like, oh, no, my white pleats, you know. <laughs> ruined which brings me to a certain point before we start cobra um is is sylvester stallone actually a c a c-list actor who made it yeah yeah without a yes. doubt well he was wait what did he start out he was he directed he's directed the first he, he directed he wrote and directed the first i don't know if he directed but he wrote the first rocky um, and, uh, but then he started, he started out as some kind of like soft porn guy, right? Yeah. He started off as the Italian mm -hmm. stallion, uh, did a little bit of soft core porn, uh, but then made the, made the big leap, uh, to quote unquote acting, um, with, uh, with Rocky <laughs> where he's basically playing himself. And then, um, definitely the Rocky thing in that fight at the end there. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, he's about to defeat Drago here. <laughs> Uppercuts to their stomach. Now, now, what was what was the the story with this guy at the beginning of Cobra who walked into the supermarket? And at first, I thought he just had a, like a vendetta against produce because he was just shooting up the milk, <laughs> the vegetables, like all the fucking fruits are gone, dude. Hold on. Before we get to that, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I had to cut you off there. But yeah, no, no, no. No, but this one, movie no. starts Benjamin. off this movie starts off with Stallone delivering the craziest monologue I've ever heard in my whole life. <laughs> I, I couldn't even understand it. I couldn't understand it either. I had to get, I had to Dude, turn like, it back and put it on subtitles cuz like, like all I heard was like bleh, 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 bleh. and I was just like what is he saying? And then is like and then finally it's good morning in America and then a gun shoots the audience in the face. And then it <laughs> starts. <laughs> Like, like he was like, I think he just watched like another brick in the world by Pink Floyd and was trying to recreate that shit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's it says um, it, I, I the subtitles that I wrote them down. It says in America there's a burglar a burglary every ele every eleven seconds an armed do robbery. it in his voice do it in his voice I can't do it in his voice I, my Stallone is terrible hold on all right I'll try I'll try I'll try hold on in America. There's a burglary every one eleven seconds. An armed robbery every sixty-five seconds. Oh wait, he says it like that. A violent crime every twenty-five seconds. A murder every twenty-four seconds. Oh, every twenty-four minutes. And two hundred fifty rapes a day. <laughs> I'm just like, you're gonna. You're, this movie starts off with statistics and it ends with like no 250 rapes every day happen it's like what the fuck man are you fucking crazy this, that's how you're gonna start <laughs> off this fucking movie barely well, understood like, any of that it starts off they start off that there's a wrestler said that some guy was really angry at produce 
Yes. Yeah, and then it goes like, yeah, it, it's that, and then produce gets the bullet, you know. Um, but I, which I, he didn't he didn't include in any of his statistics. He wasn't just like every twenty nine <laughs> seconds a cabbage catch a bullet. <laughs> A box of cereal gets I think our next, next one, like bison right there, I think. Say like that bison. again? It sounded like bison. Bison? Psycho <laughs> <laughs> Crusher. <laughs> oh, boy. Every day a box of just right cereal meets its end. Um, I definitely noticed the, uh, there's definitely a lot of product placement in Cobra. Oh, yeah, like, definitely. He just randomly drinks the Coors beer. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> I, I was expect because this movie also uh, Cobra has three music videos, right? Uh, yes. And, <laughs> and then, uh, but sandwiched in between those music videos is a weird amount of product placement, um, <laughs> where where I feel like Stallone is eventually going to turn to the camera and be like Reese's Pieces, pretty great, you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't, you know, um, you know, buy from Adam and Eve brand condoms, uh, some shit. Um, <laughs> hey, some... this film had to get funded somehow, you know. Well, this film, that film was after Rocky Four, I think, right? What so... this this movie? I think so. It had to have been. I mean, yeah. this was his uh, post uh, Rambo two. Uh, this was him getting like it, it was his five o'clock shadow phase of his career because he was I, he I think he was trying to play like the all-american hero I mean he wrote the screenplay yes. um, it was directed by George P Cosmatos and uh, you know I guess I guess he had a certain look I'm not gonna shit on the guy for for going for it but uh, it's uh, he could have benefited from a few more, I don't know, uh, rewrites. Let's put it that this way. This movie felt like it was written by a fifth grader. Like it was just like, uh, 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 like the way a uh, uh, fucking Cobra solves a solves a crime is like '60s Batman era solving crime, right? It's yeah. like sixty '60s Batman detective work where he's just like, wait. Some guy looked at you. What did he look like? You know, uh, and she says, "Well, he looked like." And then she, she, when she, when they have the 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 sketch artist draw him, it just looks like the cartoon of any uh, any bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> the cartoon get, face of any get, bad guy. Not to get too political, but I think maybe Trump was really influenced by this movie for Law and Order. Oh yeah, there's a lot of Law and Order. Yeah. Yeah, this is a total like uh, this, is this film is a total like endorsement of uh, police brutality. It's just like you know, it's like sometimes you gotta break the law in order to enforce it. It's just like uh, I don't think so. I mean, in reality, he he would have gotten a lot of people killed in that supermarket in the opening scene. You know, yeah. um, oh, can we talk about the the line that basically set the tone for the rest of the film? Yes, you please. know, the guys, let's it's just do like that. you know, I'm the hero of the new age. It's just like. No, you're diseased. <laughs> and I'm the cure. <laughs> not a hint of Talk charm. Not a hint of like winking to the camera. There's nothing. The like the fact that he's so stone faced about it. 
makes it ridiculous. Like, because he's trying to play it straight. He's just like, uh, I have a bomb here. I'm going to blow up the whole place. He's just like, that's fine. I don't shop here. I'm just yeah. like, oh, come on, dude. <laughs> but yeah, so um, let's talk about the love interest who he frequently puts into life-threatening danger, right? Uh, this witness who has been traumatized by seeing, you know, some some weird uh, psycho group who I'm assuming are the stand-ins for Antifa and the, lib- the yeah. bleeding heart liberals, <laughs> or, and the bleeding heart liberals, uh, and who are who have, have singled her out. Um, they're attacking, you know, they're attacking the white woman, and they need to bring her down and get her to. Uh, sign off on the Green New Deal, and Jesus uh, Christ! Oh my God! And so they are bad. So anyway, uh, <laughs> after she does her weird music video with the robots, oh my God! What the fuck what was the that fuck about? Was that? <laughs> oh, you said it at the same time. I I hope that that's an extra on the DVD where they actually finished that video, and. <laughs> I hope they aired it on MTV. It's just like, this is what's going to get the kids in the seats for this movie. You guys think it's YouTube for that one. The robots and Cobra, what happened to them? They'd probably be like, maybe Nintendo took it and they'd be made it rob or something, you know? I don't know. <laughs> Following that shoot, though, like then they had the classic, like, you know, Harvey Weinstein guy, the, the fucking photographer guy. Oh, my yeah. God, that's right. <laughs> the piece of shit from Hollywood. He was just so casually. He was just like, "Yeah, you know, I mean, I'd be crazy if I didn't try to fuck you." Like, just like <laughs> if if you if you don't want to sleep with me, just think about your career. Like, yeah. he was almost being like, uh, he was almost being like logical about it. He's just like, "Look, this is gonna happen." You know, it's up to you as to why you want it to happen. Yeah, that guy gets like he gets an axe to the face. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, a couple of people got access to the face in that scene. Like, this randomly walking by, access to the face. You're dead. Yeah, it's pretty much. <laughs> and then I was surprised to see Rizzo from Greece uh, as the evil lady cop who uh, betrays Cobra. Um, right. Shit. I was yeah. trying to place, place her face the whole time. I was just like, why does this look like generic, uh, like, lady that nobody's going to like? That's right. Rizzo. Was she, was she in Die Hard as well? No. No, no she honestly. wasn't in Die Hard. She wasn't. Uh, she had the same haircut though, the feathered, Gennaro uh, <laughs> uh, uh, look. But uh, no, she was. She she was. That's that's not the same actress. She was Rizzo. She was definitely definitely Rizzo from uh, Greece. Uh, which throughout the whole movie, I'm just like, tell me more, tell me more. Am I part of a cult? Tell me more, tell me more. Get an axe to the face, you know. That's, that's uh, one who definitely like peaked in high school. Yes. Everything after that was just downhill. <laughs> it was over after the pink ladies disbanded. Then she joined <laughs> a crazy cult, and oh my god, it's so weird how much I know so much about Greece. So. <laughs> Anyway, hey, is that Sabrina's fault? It's no. the word. <laughs> it's my fault. She won't listen to this stuff. <laughs> she might. Who knows? But so, um, like, I like how they made their statements. Like, there's some kind of awkward, like, shrugged in, like, me- against the media statements, right? Right after, like, he killed, like, in the beginning or something. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah the, uh, the That one reporter, he's just like, was it necessary to just kill this guy? I mean, everybody has rights. And da, da, da. And, um, and, and then uh, Sylvester Stallone pulled the guy over to like the corpse of the one bystander who got shot in the back with a, uh, a cannon. And he was just like, he's like, Tell it to this guy's family, you know. And the reporter was just like, "Oh, I, uh, I guess you showed me." You, know? you think Bernie Sanders is gonna save you? You know, <laughs> that shotgun. That shotgun has some massive range, man. You do some massive damage in video games with that shotgun. Yeah, that shotgun <laughs> was in PvP. He might as well have been shooting him with a fucking sniper rifle. Like he was already at the end of the aisle. Yeah. Um, when he got shot by, you know. The shotgun blast. I can't. I couldn't believe the range on that thing. But anyway, uh, semantics. It's got a good spread. It's got. Yeah, it's got counter spread. Five red bullets. It's got a good spread. Um, so, so yeah. Uh, uh, fucking. So, the lady gets assault. Like you know, she gets uh, assaulted by this this weird crew this this crew of of 80s what what are they a cult what are they they're just like they don't explain that very well no they don't explain that at all and they're they're constantly in a warehouse not talking like when you're making a movie like hey what's the what is their reasoning Uh, they're the axe they're the axe cult they just meet uh stand in front of like some some weird lights or a fire and Dramatic just clink axes. Axes all day, okay. Clink axes. In silhouette. In silhouette, you know. I wonder if that's how uh, they communicate. Like, it's like fucking Morse code where they're just like, hey, Gary, ding, ding, ding. What are you doing after this? Ding, ding, ding. Oh, I don't know. I think I'm going to ding, ding, ding. Going to go down to the 7-Eleven. Ding, ding, ding. Pa- pick up a, ca- a case of beer and a pack of condoms. Ding, ding, ding. And go to town on my old lady. Ding, ding, ding. You know, uh, <laughs> thank you. And scene. It's not, it's not a cult. It's, it's more of a social club is what it is. Yes, it you is. Know? <laughs> Anytime you want to blow off some steam or, you know, rub two axes together, um, you, know, you have a place. Uh, that you... the, uh, the, the anti-mass crowd today is clanking axes together, right? The, the anti-what? <laughs> They're clanking axes right now. The anti-mask crowd. Right oh yeah, the anti-mask crowd. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, <laughs> they're they're clinking their axes together in a, in a, like a Whole Foods or like a Target, <laughs> and just like, now you ain't gonna make me like wear my mask. I got rights. Tink tink tink. You know, <laughs> they have Morse code to all their other brethren. <laughs> Oh shit, man! So, uh, so uh, I'm goddamn bomb. We're done. All right, anyway, sorry. <laughs> so, a man Cobra, whose full name is Marianne Combretti, which is what we learned toward the end. Um, oh yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> but Marianne Cabretti, and somehow it got shortened to Cobra. I, I, I don't. I want to know whether they started calling him Cobra and then he got a gun with a Cobra on the, on the handle or did he get the gun first and realize that there's a connection with his last name. And he just told everybody to start calling him Cobra. It's like, Hey, Cabretti, get in here. Just go be Cobra. Okay. 
like, I, I guess wonder... Colbert would be, it's Colbretti, you said, right? Is yeah, it's Colbretti, yep. yeah. So mm-hmm. his last name is Colbretti short, is Colbra. I yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like. And then he did the whole fucking cowboy thing when he had the gun and he was like turning it around. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, oh, yeah. He doesn't squirrel. <laughs> oh my God. I wonder if they, they call him Cobra just to fuck with him. Like, it's an inside joke in the precinct. And they're just like, hey, Maybe Cobra. He really, you know. Maybe he envisions himself as a Cobra from G.I. Joe. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> yeah, I heard you gave Joe a hell of a night last night. Hey, thanks, guys. You know, because he's, he's too much of an idiot. To, uh, he's too much of a jerk off to know that they're making fun of him. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah. He wore his sunglasses everywhere. All like, the time. At night. Oh. Yeah, the douchey sunglasses at night thing. Yeah. Oh, inside. Real annoying. Oh. Yeah. And uh and he wears he never I don't think he I, there was ever a moment where he took off his leather gloves. Um <laughs> even well, when he, was he, like, he was like picking he was like something in his mouth like a, like a pick or something. No, like, it was a match. It was an unlit <laughs> match. <laughs> Oh, that's so embarrassing. How fired. embarrassing. <laughs> I know it's like, a match. Like, you're really paying attention to his mouth for you. Oh, man. <laughs> what, what the hell was that match supposed to symbolize? That he was ready to, like a cobra, he was ready to start a fire? Like, what? Are, <laughs> how did that go with the like the metaphor of cobra? You know, so. it's a, it's, Again, it's just a bunch of mixed metaphors. Like... Uh, the 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 wearing a trench coat all the time, the fifties roadster, um, the fact that like he, you know, he wears sunglasses at night. Like, what does this have to do with being a cobra? He's part of the zombie squad, whatever the fuck that means. It's a paramilitary group within the within the the LAPD or whatever. Who cares? Um, <laughs> Yeah, so it's like who, like wh- I I don't understand the metaphor. Like, where's the cobra? I guess the cobra itself is just the one that's hand drawn. I'm assuming by him onto the <laughs> butt of his gun. I gotta get this cobra right if I want people to call me cobra at work. You know, <laughs> you know it's so weird. Like generic too. Like I guess the what is it? The uh, the villain is the night slasher, right? Yes. Is that like? They're generic, like I guess in that during the, when that movie was made, and probably for the last ten years prior, the serial killer was a big deal, right? So the what was generic, a big deal? The serial killer, like you know, thing was so huge back then, right? Yes. They just made their generic night slasher, you know, like yes, that's right. Thing, you know, the night the night slasher played by the incomparable Brian Thompson. When they ever when whenever they needed to get like a weird looking big guy that to guy. be in a film. To play a villain, they called up Brian Thompson. They're just like you with your face. You'll never be a leading man, but you can be the leading the leading villain. He's he, like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Brian I'm, sure he's, I'm sure he's living quite well off of it too. Actually, he had a really good death. It hooked him and burned him. That's great. I that 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 was one of the parts of the movie that I actually really loved, and I cheered um, because I was just like, oh no no, there's overkill in this movie. Like, he's oh, like, he sold it though. I really felt that he was really hurt. When he was yeah, he was really helped, he's hurt. Like, oh. And he's like, he's screaming for his life. He's like, obviously, like, I'm a human being. You can't do this to me. Like, the whole Night Slasher thing, I'm just misunderstood. Please have mercy on my soul. And Cobra's just like, 
nah, you know, and just puts him into was, bake. He was getting impaled by a hook, which is you're you're in trouble. He's yeah. low, he's like he's hurt, and he starts flinching from the fire, like he's you know, it's like you're overacting. You gotta worry about being burned. You got a giant hook in your back. Yeah, you got your giant hook in your back. You're just like, and you know what? The fire coming. He's like, oh. You know. But could they could they telegraph the hook anymore though? Because like in every other shot, when they were in that warehouse, which I'm convinced is the same warehouse uh, where they killed uh, um, the T1000 in Terminator Two. Yes, and because they all the, the final fight always ends up in like a steel processing plant. But yeah, like yeah. every other shot, you saw that same hook like in the background, just going like left and right, and it's just like, okay, we get it. This is gonna play into the death of the villain. It's just like that you know, everywhere. Yeah, I think it might have been in like Fellowship at a Ring when Sour Mac yeah. <laughs> in the industry of fire. You know, that hook gets a lot of work. I'll tell you that. It's the hardest working <laughs> hook in Hollywood. <laughs> I would be like, hey, you want to redo that voiceover from the beginning? Because I couldn't understand you. <laughs> Take 127, you know. And he's like, we're in America every 11 seconds. Take 128. <laughs> we, were at that, we were at that for three weeks, and that was the best take they could possibly get. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, just to bring it back, I just vision in my head. Just to bring it back to Commando for a second, as a ridiculous action sequence. Okay, yeah, yeah, go ahead. In the beginning, when he has the car that doesn't has no brakes, he pushes it down the, the hill. You know, as yeah. he's chasing those guys. How the hell oh, yeah. do those guys get caught by him still? I don't know. It 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 almost worked twice. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I'm like, how could this? Like, do they not understand that they, maybe oh, they yeah, could just slow down? Wait. <laughs> what? They should not drive. Wait. Let them go rolling down the hill. Yeah, basically like, later. hit the brakes and just watch him, like, fly <laughs> off a cliff. Yeah. <laughs> 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 This was a bad idea. <laughs> Great. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Holy shit, that's so great. <laughs> okay. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Okay. All right, Absolutely. so anyway. <laughs> was there sequels to Commando? Like, just not involved with Schwarzenegger, all right? Or some shit like that, right? I think there were sequels, but he had nothing to do at all. It's just they they just replaced the protagonist, you know. Yeah. Just just writing off of the the, the success of the initial uh, the initial guess, film. I guess it was a success. I, I mean, it, it was. A, I'm I'm assuming it was a big action movie for the for the '80s, you know, because this yeah, is, was, this is the kind of style movie. that was yeah. in, right? I, don't I know. think so. My whole, like, I think sometime in the mid-80s was sports, commando, and Ghostbusters. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I was watching all day on television. Wow. Yeah. That's, fucking, so. that's fucking awesome. Um, but, yeah. Uh, so, final thoughts on Cobra. What do we um, got? Meh. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Definitely meh. Um, 
I would love to see, and this is just, you know, the insanity of my brain speaking. I would love to see a sequel um, because, you know, Stallone is not doing much these days. No. Where... Where he, has Creed, right? he has Creed thing going on, right? Or no? He has Creed. He has Creed, yeah. But, you know, he's, he, I, I saw the, the final Rambo film, and I was just like, all right, it's, it's all sort of like shuddering down at this point. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd love to see a sequel to Cobra where it's not him going through his usual shenanigans, but all of his exploits finally catching up with him. It's just like, hey, listen, you actually operated outside of the law for decades. Um <laughs> You have to be brought up on charges, and it's just you know nothing but him speaking to lawyers and going to court. It's just like <laughs> it's I was trying to people. It's like you killed more people than you saved, actually. So, <laughs> and you recklessly endangered your witness. Like she has head trauma and is convinced that she's in love with you uh, after a serious car chase, wherein you drove after uh, a cult. In a in a metal box, you know, <laughs> I'm pretty convinced. Like, if they were to face off with each other, fucking um, John Matrix would tear uh, Cobra right out of his '50s Roadster and rip his head off, <laughs> and then carry him on his shoulder like a tree, like a tree, <laughs> and walk off into the sunset, and then click his feet like Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> Oh shit! Perfect. And then steel drums. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. This was a great. Uh, this was a great episode. Um, uh, thank you, Jamie, for uh, yeah, for tagging in. Thank you, Jamie. Yeah, you got it. Uh, and we're gonna wrap this up. So uh, yeah, um, thank you for listening. Uh, I'm Pavlo Morali Martinez. And I'm Ernesto Mancibo. And together we are the Robots vs. Taxes program. On Radio Free Brooklyn with special guest Jamie Vetterame. Yes. Yes. Um, All right, good night. Good, good times. <laughs> awesome. Hell yeah, man. Uh, I'm trying to do an impersonation, but no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So from both of us here... Uh, you could uh, try keeping it real. <laughs> but you should try keeping it right. Song of the week. <laughs>